Hello, hello, good night to my faithful audience. It has been a while since I haven't checked in with you guys. I'm welcoming myself back with another episode and appearance here. I'm your host, Sonia. I hope you guys didn't desert me. It's just that, you know, what is going on this time, you know, the whole um, COVID-19, you know, have everybody in a state of confusion in a state of unsettlement so you know i hope you guys see with me but i i would never do that i would never deserted my my audience who is always out here to support me so i just want to say thanks for being there and for holding out i just want to say how you guys doing well i'm not expecting everyone to be doing fine at this time due to COVID-19 epidemic, which is very much understandable. Especially we New Yorkers who have our own ways of engaging and doing stuff. It's very hard for most of us, especially for those who are quarantined. They just don't know how to handle it. But, you know, think, think about doing something creative just to keep you from, you know, not getting bored maybe and try out a new um, recipe, you know, maybe do a exercise regime or, you know, spending time with the grandkids, babysit for your, um, your grandkids, you know, you know, we just have to make ourselves, you know, um, available to things and fit in and adjust so that you know we don't get overwhelmed and and bored because this could happen um as for me i've been working through it all i'm a personal you know i i personally want to give god thanks for allowing me to be able to serve in, in this capacity of caring for the sick and the handicapped he said, you know, and I never discuss scriptures, but um, that's one of my lifeblood. Um, but um, he said in Second in, in, in Corinthians 12, 9, that my grace, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And I just want to say um, that I hope I'm not offending any of my audience out there. I know um, maybe people are of different faith, but, you know, whatever it is, I know that God is the most high God and, you know, he's in control. And as we can see that this virus is really out of control, there's no medication. And so the only hope we can lean on. The only grace we have is Christ because he said whatsoever we are going through, whatever physical or mental weakness we are going through, his power, his power, and we rest ourselves in his grace, the power of Christ will rest upon us. Again, I must say this is a very tough and challenging time for all mankind globally. Most of us are experiencing an epidemic for the very first time in our lives. Um, it's my first time, you know, but I am surprised I'm dealing with it very well. And I thank God for that. Thank him for his mercies, um, which could send us into a state of shock. And when I speak of a shock, I mean a whole body shock. Physically, emotionally and spiritually. I just, you know, want to expand on, on the physical, emotional, and the spiritual. 
well, physically, we'll be more proactive about our personal health, our family, our family's health, and those who we care for. You know, we'll do proper hand washing, which should last for 20 seconds. Um, they, t- they taught us that in OSHA. So 20 seconds of proper hand washing, healthy e- eating habits, you know, make sure you have your um, fruits and your vegetable intakes, um, um, a lot of water, vitamin C. Um, if you are not in a country where you um, get um, enough sunlight, you know, you take your vitamin C and your multivitamin, you know, just to keep yourself um, healthy and your immune system to be healthy, to resist um, this virus. Exercise, you know, um, you know, you can do whatsoever exercise you feel like doing. Walking is good as well. And proper rest. You know, we often, especially Americans, do not get enough rest. We're supposed to have eight hours of, of sleep, and some of us don't even get half of that. So we have to, you know, take these necessary precautions into consideration and, you know, deal with them on, more, on a more serious level. Emotion, spending more time with family, just interacting, you know, having dinner together at the table, you know, watching a movie after dinner and probably reminiscing on old time stories and sharing with the grandkids, you know, telling them when you were a little boy, a little girl, you know, what you used to do and all of that. You know, I think they would enjoy stories like that. Because we are always busy going to work, especially in, in this country, sometimes poses um, pass each other at the door. One going out, one coming in. And the TV is what raised majority of our children today. It's sad, but it's, it's, it's true, you know. Sometimes we use it um, as a babysitter for our children. And that's also causing, you know, havoc in families. Because there are certain things that have been taught on social media, on the TV, that we really didn't want them to know. But because we are so busy trying to make ends meet, you know, we allow them to watch the TV and to spend most of their time around the TV. So we have to try to find, as parents, we have to try to find a way of fixing that. Society also forces us and the demand of life in order to keep up, we have to work, and not just work, but work hard, very hard. And some sometimes the kids never even see their parent during the week until probably on the weekends. And the weekend sometimes is so packed because um, you have so much to do. Maybe you have the laundry to do, you have the dry cleaners to do, you have the grocery shopping. You, you know, it, it's so much to do in that weekend off that you get that sometimes the kids are still being neglected. And it's not healthy, but as I said again, it's the demand of society. And in order to keep, keep our head up above the water and to maintain our family, we have to do these things spiritually. Personally, I try to see things from a different viewpoint. But with this epidemic that is very heartless and is no respecter of person, and when you see those on the front lines dying, mm, doctors, nurses, 
first responders, you know, whether you're a believer or not, it forces you to believe that God has the answer. God is the only one who has the answer for this. You know, especially in this time when we don't have a, a vaccine or anything to, you know, to help out with this virus, you know, all we have on our side is the grace of God. For those believing folks, Romans 8:28 reads, and we know that all things, not some, but all things, I don't want it to sound like I'm preaching now, okay, but um, I like to emphasize on things that have great effect. He says, and we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his will. If you are not a Bible-believing person, it's very hard to accept these things. That everything works for the good of those who loves him. While you stand and witness those same people perishing and do others, it's, it, you know, it's, it's not an easy pill to swallow. But I'm here to encourage us that God's word are true and perfect, converting the soul. He never promises the road would be easy. The rain will fall on the just and the unjust. The Bible, the Bible told us that God's people will suffer. We will suffer persecution for righteousness sake. Matthew 5.10 and 2 Timothy 3.12 Indeed, all who desire to live godly lives in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. But we don't have to be hopeless because, of, uh, because after all that comes eternal life. Isn't it this awesome? After all this, we will have eternal life. We'll just take a break right here. So I'm back, you know, with my, um, from my break. Just want to round up here. So if you are going, going to thrive, you know, and not just to survive, choose God's grace. People are dying, but people are also living. The virus is contagious, but not necessarily deadly. Is it mutating? Was it a biological weapon? Is it one of the seven zeals of the end time? While many of our questions may never have answers, the enemy wants us to have more focus on the fear of the unknown than our focus on the one who knows it all. And John 16, 13 says, God will tell us what we need to know when we need to know it. And I know that that's very hard for some of us to, to swallow. It's very hard for us to accept when we are in the moment of the fire when we are in the moment of the circumstance and we really need an answer we really need an answer from god and you know he telling us that we need we will know when we need to know you know but god is a bigger master he knows it best and he know what we can handle at each moment so um how I cope, you know, how I cope with this COVID-19 and to keep myself sane, you know, I'm going to share some of them with you prior. 
prayer is my number one and i usually wake up early in the morning when the house is quiet you know my mind is clear it's not uh, um you know foggy with with um the big breakfast no i wake up fresh in the morning and i acknowledge god i give him gratitude that he have you know wake me up he take me through the night safely and he have woken me up in the morning so i take time to lay every concern before god secondly reading and meditating on his word it's very important because that's that's how we hear from god when we pray and we expect an answer we have to read the word of god or he will use different medium probably the holy spirit probably someone probably an angel god have different ways of reaching out to us so when you read the word and meditate upon them God will surely open up our answers those answers that we long waiting for the answers that we desired number three try to avoid social media for some time don't listen to too much of the news because that will trigger anxiety and panic attacks which you don't want you know, I used to following up WhatsApp very much, very much everything I receive. I would open them. I would watch them late at night. And then I start feeling my chest start tightening, you know, and I'm saying, uh, 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 I, I need to listen to my body. I need to stop. I need to get off the social media and give myself a break and to relax. And so, you know, we all need to try, try it. It may not work for everybody. But as I said, this is one of the methods that I use and it works for me. It, you know, it, it lessens your anxiety, it lessens your fear, um, which will cause, you know, panic attacks, which you don't want. You know, you want to keep yourself um, proactive and alert so that you can hear from God when he speaks. Number four, walking. I took the opportunity to walk back and forth to work morning time evening time i you know i'm so happy i work in the neighborhood so i walk to work you know i use it for my exercise and i walk back on my way home which makes me feels good in those moments i you know i enjoy nature i thank god for his creation the birds that's um tweeting in the trees you know the sunlight the rain sometimes you know it's raining when i leave the house um the cool air the atmosphere that we breathe in and out you know we have to give god thanks for these things just giving thanks and and, and giving gratitude to god makes me feel better and i know you know if you try it i know it will work for you as well number five make time for others we can be selfish especially in this time we cannot be selfish make time for others, for our neighbors, for our church brothers and sisters, for our friends, for the older folks, call them up. See if there's anything they need at the supermarket, if there's anything you can help them to do. You know, um, what I do sometimes, I will go through my WhatsApp contact and I will search through the list for people who I haven't reached out to a, to a very long time. And I will just, you know, um, send a message saying hi or you know just to see how they're doing and or if there there's any need that 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 you know they're to um to help out with you know i work with 
I care for older folks, so I tend to have a lot of social interaction with them. And, you know, I like to interact and, you know, I gain wisdom from these people. Um, so I like to sit down and hear um, when they were younger what they used to do and things like that. So, you know, social interaction or if they wanted to read the paper, the Bible or read a book to them, you know, I do that as well. You know, not everybody these things will fit for, but I'm just sharing what I do. And I hope, you know, somebody will find it helpful. Number six, I give myself permission to relax and get nothing done. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laughing at myself. You know what? Because I'm guilty of this one. I'm so guilty. You know, I, I, I just started doing this i'm just learning it, it, it's so hard um after all the years being a very independent woman an independent mom i you know i it's hard for me to sit down and not doing anything i i you know i always doing something i spend most of my time in the kitchen because i love healthy and tasty food you know i'm from the caribbean and i you know i love my tasty food, it's supposed to be spicy. And when I say spice, have all the natural spice, like the scallion, the turmeric, the, um, the, um, the scallion, the thyme, the scotch bonnet pepper, and all these good things to, you know, spice and season your food. I, I love to cook and I enjoy my cooking. Um, I also love my smoothie. You know, in the morning, I will blend um, together strawberry, bananas, blueberries, a little bit of bee pollen. Instead of using the honey, I use a little bit of the bee, bee pollen instead. Yogurt, if I have at the time, but you don't have to necessarily put it. And, um, you know, I have, if I want like a heavy um, smoothie for my breakfast, I will add some oatmeal, you know, and I blend it up all together with almond milk. And, um, you know, I, you know, I blend them all together and that's my breakfast to go. I put it in my cup or in my smoothie jar. And that's what I take on my way with me for, um, breakfast. Um, just to conclude this afternoon, um, I just want to say that I, I saw for me and from my um, personal lens, I, you know, I see two different sides. I saw the two different sides in this epidemic. I saw a good side and a bad side. Um, the good side that I saw, it is a change in family lives. It, it bringing families together. People are, are learning how to stay home and to interact and to spend time more with the family. Some husbands are, are, are learning to cook and to take on more, 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 most of the household responsibility, like, you know, bathing the little kids and getting them into bed or, you know, um, washing, helping with the dish, dishes and all of these things. So um, this is the good part about it. The bad side of this is of many souls have passed pass along and leave loved ones grieving and heartbroken it's it's very sad it's it's very sad and heartbroken you know for people who lost their husband the wife the sister the brother the mother the niece the nephew and you know it, it, you know and there's nothing you can do about it and for what i heard some people haven't 
get their, 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 their bodies of their family member, which makes it more heartbroken and sad to know that you can get your own people to lay them to rest where you, you can go and see them. So, you know, my heart goes out, you know, my sympathy and my condolence to all those who experience um, death in their family due to COVID-19. And, you know, I just want to let you know that in spite of all this, we have to remember that um, the peace, peace of God will always be there to comfort us and to give us that understanding that we need. But we have to remember that in spite of what is going on, this too shall pass. We, we can help by taking great effort to work together in love and unity. Just want to encourage us to remain safe in all we do out there, be proactive, and so we could help um, we could help our family and neighbors to be safe as well, you know, until we meet again. I just want to say it was nice this afternoon spending a couple of time with you guys. And I hope that um, it refreshed your memory. I hope that this may be um, some form of help in this um, trying time and, and soothe the heart and give some relief and try some of the suggestions that I gave. Um, another thing that people like to do is journaling. Um, I don't do so much of journaling and you know, but it's good. Just journal what you feel during the day or what you go through. Okay. So, um, I just want to say, um, this is Sonia saying goodbye for now from another episode of a pair is here and hope to speak with you guys soon. Take care and love you all. Bye.